Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the age-old question. I'm Rich Price. And I'm Clint Bierman. And on this podcast, we explore questions that people have been debating for ages. Questions about music. And life. We're songwriters, musicians, music fans. And in the 25 years we've been friends, we've been practitioners of the unanswerable. But today... We'll delve into a new question, and we'll talk to some smart people, and we'll come up with the answer. Okay, Clint, what's today's question? Today's question is, why do people hate the Eagles? That's the age-old question. (laughs) Clint, I'm really excited about this one. The Eagles are one of the most successful musical acts of all time. At their height, they were massive, putting out some of the most enduring, commercially successful hits ever. If you turn your radio dial to a classic rock station, anywhere that's still playing classic rock, you don't have to wait long to hear one of their songs. But as the commercial success of the Eagles has continued in the decades since they first broke up, so too has the number of absolute haters. Haters. How can a band so broadly popular and successful engender so much scorn? And why? Is it unfair? Is it justified? Is it because they were so successful that they're just an easy target? Clint, let's start with the facts. Go. They're number four on the all-time list of albums sold in the U.S. Care to guess the top three? The Beatles? Yes. Michael Jackson? No. I can't remember. Think Country. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Think early rock and roll. Elvis? Yep. Oh, wow. Their albums, Greatest Hits, 1971 to 1975, and Hotel California, are first and third, respectively, in the best-selling albums in the U.S. All time. All time. Their sound has been described as country rock, folk rock, soft rock, arena rock, harmony-laden, acoustic-driven, easy-feeling rock and roll, and... Dad Rock. Dad Rock. Their debut album in 1972, just called Eagles, had three top 40 singles. Take It Easy. Take It Easy. Take It Easy. Witchy Woman. And Peaceful Easy Feeling. Desperado, in 1973, spawned two of the band's most popular songs. Desperado. Desperado. 
and Tequila Sunrise. It's another Tequila Sunrise. On the Border in 1974, and by the way, coming out with albums every year. Huge hits. That album had two top 40 singles, Already Gone. And the band's first number one hit, Best of My Love. One of These Nights, in 1975, had three top 40 singles. One of These Nights. One of these nights. Lion Eyes. And Take It to the Limit. Hotel California in 1976 was a massive hit, selling 42 million copies worldwide. This record had two number one hits, New Kid in Town and Hotel California. It also featured Life in the Fast Lane by the band's newest addition, Joe Walsh, who, side note, is... Ringo Starr's brother-in-law. Ooh. The Long Run in 1979 would be the last album before they broke up. This record had three top ten singles. Heartache Tonight. The Long Run. And I Can't Tell You Why. So they broke up in 1980. And as the story goes, they were doing a fundraiser for California Senator Alan Cranston. And before the show began, when Cranston's wife thanked the band for agreeing to support her husband, Don Felder, one of the band's guitarists, replied, You're welcome, I guess. Boy, Glenn Fry did not like that. Apparently, he told Felder during the show, in the middle of Best of My Love, that he was going to kick his ass after the show. And then the next day, Glenn Fry said the band was done. They reunited for the Hell Freezes Over tour in 1994, and they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1998. In fact, that very same year they were inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Coen Brothers classic, The Big Lebowski, came out. Now, I know you love The Big Lebowski. Big fan. Jeff Bridges plays Jeffrey the Dude Lebowski, a Los Angeles slacker and avid bowler. If you haven't seen it, you really need to. It's top five films of all time. After the dude has been assaulted by the Malibu police chief and put in a cab back to his house, his cab driver is playing the Eagles. It's all just too much he can't abide. Jesus, man, could you change the channel? Fuck you, man. If you don't like my fucking music, get your own fucking cab. I had a really rough... I'll pull up to the side and kick your ass out. Man, come on. I had a rough night, and I hate the fucking Eagles, man. Out of my fucking head. Out of my head. Man, man, hey. So, first of all, Clint, how do you feel about the Eagles? Man, I love the Eagles, man. I, I absolutely love the Eagles. It's just great song after great song. 
But here's an interesting fact. I was yes. just listening to all those songs. Yes. I know every single one of those songs, and yet I've never owned an Eagles album, hmm. which shows that they were just ubiquitously on the radio, on the radio my entire the childhood. Yes. And so there you go. Huge, hugely popular band. Let's explore a few reasons why people hate the Eagles. Was it the people? Though there were other members of the band, Randy Meisner, Bernie Ledden, Joe Walsh, Don Felder, when people hate on the Eagles, they're really hating on Glenn Fry and Don Henley. Glenn Fry came to LA from Michigan, Don Henley from Northeast Texas. They met in 1971 and were both recruited to be members of Linda Ronstadt's backup band. It was during that tour they decided to start a band of their own. And for all intents and purposes, they are the faces of the band. They're the leaders, they're the principal hit writers. And just to put into context how divisive Glenn Fryer was, when he died in 2016 at age 67, the New York Daily News ran a piece entitled, Glenn Fry's death is sad, but the Eagles were a horrific band. Too soon? That's just cold. <laughs> The writer suggests that Fry and the Eagles kept churning out hits that to this day sound even too soft for an elevator. He goes on to ask, how generic were the Eagles? When the much edgier and much more musically inventive Steely Dan needed a band to mock, it chose the Eagles. According to the New York Daily News, Walter Becker and Donald Fagan captured it in one line. The Eagles were suburban conformity writ large. Now, wait a minute. Yes. Steely Dan, another one of these bands that is a very divisive band. Yes. So why do people hate Steely Dan? Well, I think it's because they're also soft in a way. They don't have an edge. And maybe it's a little too jazzy for people to get their heads around mainstream jazz rock yeah, yeah exactly do you like steely dan i love steely dan you do. i'm not much of a hater yeah so i don't know their music very well that in and of itself is revealing to me like, yes i mean i'm familiar with their music it's i've been exposed to it but i haven't been drawn to it right but i don't hate them right all right back to fry and henley after the eagles fry had some solo success most notably the heat is on from beverly hills cop Remember that? Oh, I remember it vividly. I was nine when that came out. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> Fry didn't write that song, incidentally, but it was a big hit for him in 1985. Interesting footnote. Harold Faltemeyer, the guy who wrote The Heat Is On, also wrote... Axel F, the theme song to Beverly Hills Cop. That's the first yeah. song I learned on piano. Me too. Yeah. And the synth pop themes for Top Gun. Oh. Love that one. And Fletch. Oh, man. Okay, back to the Eagles. Don Henley had some solo success as well. Dirty Laundry, Boys of Summer. Boys of Summer was amazing. End of the Innocence. Oh. The Heart of the Matter. The Last Worthless Evening. 
I mean, these are hits. Huge hits. Interesting tidbit about Don Henley. He's the world's fourth wealthiest drummer. Can you name the top three? Ringo Starr. Yes. Um, Charlie Watts. Of the Rolling Stones. No. No. Neil Peart. Rush. The number two one has one of the all-time great drum fills. Oh, Phil Collins. Yes. And the third is known more as a guitarist than as a drummer now. Dave Grohl. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, he's rich. Okay. So it might be Glenn Fry and Don Henley that people are hating on. How did people know Don Henley? How do people know Glenn Fry? TV, I mean, the only way to... Rolling Stone magazine. Rolling Stone. Are they doing like talk shows at it's that pre -MTV, point? Pre-MTV. Pre-MTV. So like those songs that we mentioned, the solo success, those were the... The beginning. The, the heart of the MTV yeah. era. Dirty Laundry. I remember that video video. Yeah, and, and The Heat Is On. I remember that yeah. music video. Like if they're going to hate on the people, how do they know the people? Right. So here's another theory. Is it a California thing? The Eagles were such a California band. The writer Chuck Klosterman described the Eagles as the most unpopular, super popular entity ever created by California, not counting Ronald Reagan. There's many other bands from California that people love from the same era, right? You talk about the Beach Boys. Yes, I wish they all could be California. What about the Bay scene in San Francisco? I guess that was late 60s, but yeah. And also, what about... Just the other people in L.A. at that time. They right. don't get the wrath of this hatred. That's a good point. From the same corner of L.A. where the Eagles were emerging, coming out of Laurel Canyon, there were other artists that are not getting tarred with the same brush as the Eagles. Bands like Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Neil Joni. Jackson Mamas Brown. and the Papas. Let's talk to an expert on Laurel Canyon. Okay. Brian Chartrand. Oh, he's perfect. Let's give him a call. Brian. Ahoy, ahoy. You got me and Clint on the line. Look at all that rustling and rattling. Yeah, I'm trying to get some... Stop making your I'm dinner. Brian. Yes, sir. You are one of my favorite songwriters, and I'm lucky to say that you're one of my bandmates in The Sweet Remains. <laughs> You've got a band called Live from Laurel Canyon. It's like a musical journey through the history and the music that made up the scene that was Laurel Canyon. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to know, where do you stand on the Eagles? Uh, well, wh where do I stand? I think that part of this, this whole, you know, why do people hate the Eagles? I think it's, you know, haters going to hate. That's, that's one <laughs> kind of aspect of this whole conversation. But what they were able to do is, very impressive, right? These were these hungry, tenacious kids, basically, wanted to write the best, most commercially successful music that they possibly could. Another example from that time in, in that little community was Stephen Stills. He was just a madman. He was so focused on making the best music he possibly could. And a lot of that uh, is said about Don Henley and, and Glenn Fry. So what they did was incredible. You might not like the music or, or think that it's uh, overrated, but what they did with what they had is stunning. It, you know, you couldn't avoid it if you tried. That's not their fault. You know, they were just hungry and wanted to create a, a music and a legacy that would last beyond them, and they have done that. What's interesting to me is that all three of us 
say that we like the Eagles, and yet none of us would actually put on an Eagles album at any time to listen to. We all know the hits, we all know the songs, and yet there are a million other things that we would rather listen to. And yet they're the fourth biggest selling band of all time in American rock and roll history. So why is that? Between the three of us, I bet we could rattle off a ton of their hits and we know them. We can sing them. We know the harmonies. Glenn Johns, who, who was uh, their producer early on, who was producing like the who and Led Zeppelin and the Eagles really wanted to be a rock band. And he's like, you, you, you're not a rock band. So let's right. just, let's do what you do and make it sound great. Just do what you do. And, you know, like get over yourself. And I feel like what they did was everyone was coming from various backgrounds. You had Don Henley, who was kind of like a, like a soul drummer. Glenn Fry from Detroit wanted to be that rock and roll guitar hero. Randy Meisner, who joined the band after uh, recording Sweet Baby James. Right. So that's a whole, and then, Bernie Ledden, who was playing with the Flying Burrito Brothers. So you have like, this really interesting mix of players, and it's very well crafted. It's very well produced. It's smooth. It's, I feel like all the time. There's a song of yours from one of your solo albums that I think is it's one of my favorite songs. And I think of it very Eaglesy. It's in the genre that they kind of like perfected in a way, but it, but. Yeah. But I realized I love this song way more than, than any of the Eagle songs. It has much more depth and feeling. I want to play it, and then I want to talk a little bit about it. Can you remember the time when we were so foolish? Drank too much wine and stayed up way too late. Do you remember the time the time was unimportant? Fell in love and left the rest of it. Do you remember the time you know it was so easy? I had you and you had me. Now I'm back on time, and it just makes me lonely. Memories of my yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Great, great track, Brian. Sounded real nice. Do you agree that that's like, it's got sort of an Eagles vibe to it? It has that, the country kind of feel, but it, I, that song came to me in a dream. So I don't know what was going on, but, but yeah, I, I, I can see the similarities. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know the point I'm trying to make here other than I just think the world should hear that song. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> Memories of my yesterday. You know, I wonder if, you know, this whole question, why do people hate the Eagles? Is it, is it, is it just because of the Big Lebowski? Like, would we be having this conversation? You know, that, that movie had such a diehard cult following. Everyone's like, oh yeah. No, 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 I, I do hate the I do hate the Eagles, you know, or whatever, I don't know. Man, come on, I had a rough night, and I hate the fucking Eagles, man. I don't think we would be having this conversation without that movie. Right. Did the Coen brothers hate the Eagles? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. 
Well, I, I think, you know, on, on many levels, it's just an easy target. You know, it's like, can't avoid it. They're on every radio station. And you just say, get out of my, get out of my life, you know. And get uh, out of my head. Yeah, those songs head. are super sticky. They were incredible song crafters. And they were great singers. Yeah. They had great harmonies. They really did. So, I mean, they were able to synthesize a whole bunch of stuff, you know, like, all those great harmonies, all those great grooves, all those, like like you say, Rich, like super sticky hooks and melodies and, you know. And guitar solos. Yeah. You add uh, Don Felder and Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh. Come on. I mean, Come on. They were doing stuff like Almond Brothers style solos. I mean, they just took a whole bunch of stuff and made it palatable. It's incredible. It really is. Yeah. Well, Brian, thank you for your perspective. I hope it helps. We'll get you back on uh, the age-old question soon if we can. All right, brothers. Thank you, Thanks, guys. Brian. Bye now. I found another piece, this one from the Irish Times, with the title, The Eagle's Greatest Hits is Music for People Who Don't Really Like Music. <laughs> That's so good. As snarky as this is, Clint, It raises an interesting point. Part of their success was that they managed to write music that appealed to so many. It's literally vanilla. Yeah. Right? It is. It gives you a peaceful, easy feeling. A peaceful, easy feeling. There's nothing that is challenging. In a modern sense, an equivalent could be made to Coldplay. Yes. So there's another band that is massively, wildly successful in, in the amount they've toured and sold and... And, I'm going to look up how many albums they sold, because you're right. And just the fact that everyone knows who Coldplay is, right? So, But they are also a band that people love to hate because of their softness. So Coldplay has sold over 100 million records. Okay. In, this, in, in a modern era. A Rush of Blood to the Head, their album in 2002, is a masterpiece. Absolute masterpiece. I was just Yes, and I celebrate their whole catalog. The knock on Coldplay is that they're the poor man's Radiohead or poor man's U2. Well, U2 is another example of a band people love to hate. People love to hate on U2. And here's an interesting point. The most hatred that I've heard in my lifetime directed at U2 was after the Apple deal when they just showed up on your computer why did people hate that so much? why there's something about that with the eagles too getting into bed with these major companies you're totally right it's a by the way u2 has sold 175 million records okay Hmm. another knock on the eagles is they were the first band to charge a hundred dollars a ticket starting with their hell freezes over tour they hadn't toured in 14 years and according to glenn fry we were worth it. But this idea of rock as a corporate enterprise, it does follow the Eagles around. Here's another theory. Misogyny. One thing I've seen and heard again and again about the Eagles is that they were misogynists. They hated women. And that hate fueled their music. Is this true? I, I don't know. But is it manifestly different from other bands of that era? She does and she aches Just like a woman 
but she breaks just like a little girl. What is your favorite Eagles song? Hotel California. I, for me, as a guitar player, I learned all my licks from the guitar solo at the end. And that's Joe Walsh. And Don Felder. And Don Felder. Don Felder takes the first part, Joe Walsh takes the second part, and then they do the harmonized line right. at the end. But just every lick in there is a is a guitar lesson. It's is, the first one I learned. Right. That's just a it's a great song. It's a and, great song. And, and yes, it got overplayed, which is another thing about the Eagles. Yes. They can get under your skin. Yeah, I get it. But but hatred? Let's talk to one of the biggest Eagles haters I know. Who's that? Jeff Simons. I can't wait. If you've listened to the show before, you know we have him on speed dial. Let's let's call Jeff. Okay. Jeff? Hello. Yeah. All right, so this is so fun for us to get you back on the age-old question. Good to doing? be back, my friends. I'm doing great. How about yourselves? We're so excited about this one because we know that you have some opinions. Strong feelings. What do you think about the Eagles? <laughs> um, okay, let me start by saying I have nothing personal against any individual Eagle. I am not here to cast dispersions on individual people, but I, I hate, I hate the Eagles. I like a lot. I hate the Eagles a lot. Wow. Would you say they are the band you hate the most? Yeah, but it's not even close. And, and I would say it's, this is why, right? There are lots of bands who suck. And there are lots of bands who suck for a lot of different reasons. They're not very good. They play in a style I don't like, right? The problem with the Eagles is they choose to suck because they're all good. They're all good players. They're all talented musicians. And they decide to sound like that on purpose. And that's what's unforgivable. Like, they choose to be the Eagles, which makes it a hundred times worse than just being a bad band. We have to break this down here. The Eagles have the first and third best-selling albums of all time. Yep. They are the fourth highest-selling artists in the U.S. Yeah. Ever. I thought they were, like, second. <laughs> so that's part of the problem, right? Now, look, part of it is timing. Like, I came of age as a music fanatic, like, 80, 81, 82, when the Eagles were closing their first run, right? Like, the long run came out, and then that, like, Eagles live record that looks like a um, touring flight case. They were indistinguishable for me from like Jimmy Buffett. They were like the music you sat on the lawn at an outdoor summer concert venue and listened to. That's what they are. And then in the eighties, they all broke up and made all that terrible solo, like Glenn Fry's the heat is on and smugglers <laughs> blues. I mean, that's, that's, oh, that's like, like that's a that's track, man. Unforgivable. Oh. Like Miami Vice episodes turned into pop songs. But here's the real problem with the Eagles. Like they are bland. They are like white bread bland. Right? I mean, when I think of the Eagles, 
I think of like a Big Mac that's been under the heat lamp for three hours or a bag of stale Chips Ahoy cookies or like a middle seat on a Southwest flight to Atlanta or like a stand-up comedian doing jokes about women drivers or black people sitting at the movies. Like it's the most hackneyed, middle-of-the-road, like find the common ground and lean in it art. Like, it's music for people that don't give much of a crap about the quality of music. Totally ask, innocuous, totally unforgivable. Let me ask you a, a question. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me turn this around a little bit. All Is right. there anything that you like about the Eagles? I really love the bass line on one of these nights. One of these nights. That is just great. Joe Walsh plays bass and guitar on that track. That is terrific. Um, I really like just the unforgivable sleaziness of the whole Hotel California record. Like if anyone held up a Coke mirror to Los Angeles in the mid-70s better, I haven't heard it. Like that Eagles record just sounds like being high on the 405 in 1976 more than anything else from that era. But the other real problem with this band is they, they're unforgivably narcissistic and sexist. Like, this is a self-congratulatory. If you go back to that record you were just talking about, the Eagles' greatest hits record, the one that's like 71 to 75, if I'm right, the songs are about, in order, picking up women on the road for one-night stands, women who cheat on you, women who lie to you, leaving a woman in the morning to catch the tour bus, Troubled, confused women that are only good for one night, regretful hangovers, the physical talents of loose women, and the regret that you're a self-obsessed fraud and can't actually love someone. I mean, that's okay. what that record is about. We've talked about misogyny here. And oh, good. I'm my, glad my, to the misogyny conversation. <laughs> my, question, my question is, is this an Eagles problem or is this just a rock and roll problem? It's a great question because you, you could take out the word Eagles and put in the word Billy Joel and we could have the exact same conversation. Nobody hated women more than Billy Joel in the 1970s. What about the Rolling Stones? Different kind of hate, though, right? Like the Rolling Stones have, are, are more English in their hate, right? They're just more comfortable with the idea of sexism in a way that you can only be if you've had kings for 2,000 years. Like American 70s artists were more angst ridden about their sexism. The stones were just so comfortable with it that it's almost, it almost glides past you. There's no Richard III of American history to lean into in your sexism. And the stones do that, but the Eagles and Billy Joel don't. <laughs> All right. What about Bob Dylan? She takes just like a woman. She breaks just like a little girl. Yeah. And idiot wins even meaner. I mean, idiot wind is the, is the meanest song ever, but don't you think that the, that, the um, the genuine sorrow of Simple Twist of Fate, or If You See Her, Say Hello, or Buckets of Rain, like, tempers those songs a little bit. Buckets of rain, buckets of tears, got all them buckets coming out of my ears, buckets of moonbeams in my hand. You got all the love, honey, baby, I can stand. Where is the Eagle song that shows... Um, a true moment of self-awareness. That's, I think, my real problem with them is it all feels so posed. 
My, you know, my favorite moment in Almost Famous is when uh, the lead singer turns to the kid, the reporter, and says, just make us look cool. Just make us look cool. That is what Glenn Fry said to Cameron Crowe before the first Eagles Rolling Stone cover interview. And that, for me, sums up what the Eagles said to each other and said in the studio to each other before they recorded a note. Just make us look cool. And of course, the second you worry about looking like you're cool, your coolness meter drops significantly. I was just in a conversation with people about the greatest producers of all time. And boy, is that a sexist conversation. Because name me three great female producers, and you're going to be really hard-pressed to come up with more than one. Linda Perry. is. That's it. Linda Perry. And then you go, uh, I mean, it's right. embarrassing. It's, it's right. really, it's, it's a desultory record. But yeah. Um, so, so, yes, am I picking on the Eagles for a sociological issue? Hell yes, because they decided to be the soundtrack to that sociological problem. Like, I mean, I play in bands now, and younger musicians are like, oh, let's do an Eagles cover, and they're not kidding. I mean, the first time that happened to me, I was like, ha, 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 ha. And then they were like <laughs> trying to figure out, take it to the limit. I'm like, are you guys serious? You're going to make me do this in front of people? Like, I just couldn't believe so it. So that's just, that's where you draw the line. Oh, I mean, also, I try not to be that much of a putz. I played Take It to the Limit in front of people like two years ago, and they loved it. And it, Love. felt, it, they felt, it felt so dirty for that. I'm sure I'm just hypocritical, and I just want to keep liking the things I like. You know, you're right. If I... If I make fun of Eagles' greatest hits for its misogyny and then put on uh, a Stones record, um, I have no I have no leg to stand on. Still standing on it because that Eagles record sucks. On me. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. How do you think the Big Lebowski has played into this argument? I've hated the Eagles forever, and when I saw that movie, I almost started crying. I mean, <laughs> that whole conversation, and when he said, like, "Get out of my cab," I was like. That is how I have felt. <laughs> like, that's how I feel. And I, because I, I just try to keep my mouth shut. Like, I have friends who go me. I have, a, I have a friend who plays in an Eagles cover band called the Illegals. And they oh. are super good. <laughs> and they pack, before, back when there were shows, they packed houses. He has a great time. He sings all those close harmonies. And he loves to poke me about, like, hey, you know, 200,000 <laughs> people at our Illegal show. And I'm like, and I'm just trying so hard to be like, that's nice. I'm happy for you. Because I know what he wants me to do is blow up. Who am I to spoil anybody's party? But I, that is not a party to which I want to be invited. By the way, The Illegals is such a great cover name. So that fantastic. I know. Oh. Jeff, you and I know Monroe Brisman. He's in Petty Theft, a Petty yep. cover band. That's, a, oh. that's another great God, that's uh, good. They, were my, they were my wedding band. Petty Theft and I go way back. I love wow. those guys. Of course, I also have a friend who's in a... Michael Jackson cover band, and that's that's proven to be more complicated than it was five years ago. It's like the Bill Cosby cover band. Yeah, exactly. It's worse with stand-up comedians, isn't it? I mean, like, man, it's real. It's so much harder to go back and listen to Louis C.K. than than it is to go back and listen to like a Whiskey Town record. Anyway, thank you for the platform. I've been waiting my whole life for somebody to ask me this question. This might be the high point of my entire life, this conversation <laughs> about the Eagles right here. So. Thank you, Jeff. I want to plug you, Jeff Simons. Your new songs, are they're, they're all great. And your podcast, 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, with Ben Barton and Tim Plain, is, it is appointment podcasting. It, I, I love it. I look forward to each new episode. Thank you, buddy. Uh, thanks, thanks so guys. much, Jeff.
Be well. Bye. <laughs> okay. I, oh man, that, those are some strong feelings. It's, it's so interesting to think about hating a band this much. We talked about Coldplay and U2. What are some other bands people love to hate? Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, classic. I mean, people love to hate Hootie. Yeah. He may be top, top of the list, actually. That first album sold 21 million copies. And I believe they were given the largest advance in record company history. It was a good deal. Good move. Nickelback. Now, I don't know anything about Nickelback other than people love to hate Nickelback. They are the butt of every rock and roll joke. Right? Yeah. When did this start and why? We're getting to the heart of the matter here. Yeah. That you're not a hater. Right. And I'm not a hater. Yeah. I don't really love Creed. And I wouldn't say I hate them, but they annoy me, maybe. I don't really love the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, yeah. But Iris is a good song. That's the thing. For me, here's what, here's what it comes down to, Rich. For me, I value the craft of songwriting. Yes. And to me, the production is secondary to the songwriting. I imagine the, the Eagles' music inspired a lot of people to pick up some acoustic guitars. Absolutely. And those songs are pretty simple. A lot of like one, four, five yeah. changes. Which is what we're going for, right? I mean, in some level, accessibility... From my point of view, is an important part of the music industry. Yes. Right? No one wants to play to no one. Right. Right. So on some level, your music has to be accessible. On some level, your music has to garner a fan base. Yes. The Eagles did that, right? They did that. They wrote songs that were very easy to play, for one. Yes. Very easy to sing along with. Yep. Very easy to have on in the background of a grocery store yes but i think what it comes down to of why people hate the eagles yep comes down to the corporate factor yes because there's something about rock and roll that is so anti-establishment in the dream of rock and roll in the in the vision of what rock and roll stands for right right and so as soon as you cross that line you're a sellout you're not doing it for the right reasons right and that is enough to create hatred. And that's the thing. It's like, you don't just dislike the Eagles. You hate the Eagles, right? Unnecessarily angry. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, because they went against the ethos of rock and roll. For me, ultimately, I have no beef with the Eagles. I like the Eagles. All these reasons for the hate. I actually agree with most of it. And their music is like peanut butter. Unless you have a strong nut allergy, you're going to like it. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, those hooks really stick in your head. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you, Clint. Nothing that popular, unless it's like fascism, <laughs> should be hated. I agree with you. I think we've done it. I think we did it again. We've done it again. <laughs> so we hope you'll join us next time when we answer another age-old age question. question. Follow us on Instagram at The Age Old Question. Find us on Facebook at The Age, the Age Old, Old Question. <laughs> and we want to hear if this conversation has sparked some thoughts on your end, you agree with us, or you have some other ideas, things we didn't bring up during this episode. 
Let us know. Let us know. Also, if you're digging the podcast, please check out our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash the age old question and consider becoming a part of our age old question family with your support. We'll be able to answer many more age old questions. Thanks. Thanks.